The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Good evening, friend. Would you believe it? It's Dr. Doom. What's on your evil mind? Hold your insulting tongue and mock my words well. Pop up this woman that you are leaving higher Mr. Stark. And welcome to another exciting episode of the Click Nation's Comic Book Chronicles. Yeah! I'm your host, Tim D O Double G. And the man behind the sound effects is at agent underscore seventy on Twitter. What's up, everybody? Also with me tonight is at RoddyCat on Twitter. Getting drowned out by the applause. <laughs> Normal. And again, we are the Comic Book Chronicles. You can find us by going to our website, dclicknation.com. On the homepage, you'll find links to our social media accounts. We're on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Google+. Make sure to subscribe to Comic Book Chronicles Podcast by going to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and CSPN.us, as we are part of the CSPN Media Podcast Network. And while you're on the CSPN, make sure to buy some Comic Book Chronicles merchandise by going to shop.cspn.us. We This is the last week of us going live on Fridays as we're making the switch back to Thursday nights starting next week, 9 o'clock. Yay! And you can watch every show live by going to dclicknation.com forward slash live. And if you want to join, into, join in the conversation... Use the hashtags Comfort Chronicles and CB Cron on social media. So as last week we did our 2017 year in awards, we didn't get a chance to review some of the books from last week. So this week we'll be doubling up by talking about books for the week of January 17th, as well as this week's books for January 24th. There you go. Let's see. We can go around to each host as they pick one or two titles from week of the 17th to give their reviews for who would like to start uh let me start uh it looks like uh tim dog 98 also read batman number 39 um the, the big uh, revelation in this and it, it kind of ties into a, a previous uh uh not quite a dangling plot line but uh, it does definitely tie into a previous uh, story. And um, it's uh, an interesting love triangle being introduced by uh, Tom King. And fans of the Justice League Timverse cartoon are sure to be fans of this development. We're a week out, but we're not really spoiling anything because guess who's on the cover, right? Yeah. It is Wonder Woman. So Joel Jones is back on art for this arc. And as you said, sort of, you have to have been reading the series to know what's... to really understand what's going on, but it's not too hard to just jump in and know that Batman's engaged to Catwoman. Um, he's been having these different story arts where he's interacting with uh, the two, other two thirds of DC's Trinity. Right. Last story arc was Superman's. So now he is involved with Wonder Woman more ways than one. Yeah. But I'm bump. Keep on going. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really liked it. And, is probably one of my possible clicks of the week for the week of the 17th. I thought it read pretty quickly. You know, it, it, I guess at the end of the day, what you needed to see was the art and the story as it developed and, and kind of um, uh, uh, developed a reason for, I guess, the uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Increased level of attraction. You know, that was more of a graphic thing than 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 how the story really progressed. You know, uh, just to see you know the level of uh, battle they're they're uh, undergoing together in uh, what seemed you know in a kind of a trope nowadays where time passes very uh, slowly here, whereas wherever they're being transported to it goes very quickly. Correct. So 
we're not sure how long in there in that dimension they've been gone to make it sound like many years right right so you know there's at least some justification for you know the 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 possible uh uh romantic entanglement that uh king is teasing here so um at the end you know ultimately what we've got is um uh you know every every relationship has its uh road bumps you know has its uh uh speed bumps and uh, this is definitely going to be one of them you know for batman and catwoman that is correct all right so what do you got tim let me see. Let me see. I will do. I'm looking at your list. Um... All the same. Doctor Strange 384. Yes. Go for it. That's so good. let me see if I bring the cover up. Right, you got that too, right? Yep. There you go. So Loki is still the Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, Stephen Strange is using every trick in the book to try to get that title back, while also keeping Loki away from this spell that would grant him all the world's magic, which has led him to... Not the book. Hmm? At at least with what he's done. Yeah. Which has led him to resurrecting the century and also stealing... Well, not stealing, but breaking into Asgard and getting magic from the world tree. I like how he he does a Donald Blake when he confronts Loki. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> with the wood, you know, with the with the cane, it's not. Yeah, he doesn't use it as a cane, but yeah, it's very similar. What I was gonna, what I was gonna mention, and I guess the biggest part of what what is um, great about this uh, really kind of nascent run of Donny Cates on the book is that he's really drawing on what Jason Aaron did and developing it and pushing and grabbing. In one respect, what's that? Actually, went a little further in one respect because he well, called to, um, like a, a old Doctor Strange um, um, miniseries. Right, that's right, that's right. He went to um, uh, call it with the Doctor Doom, but um, but but like you said, uh, you know, there's that uh, callback, but there's also just you know developing on what Aaron just recently established as being the price of magic, and I thought that was a pretty novel way of establishing, hey, we can actually get by and not have to you know sacrifice all these people, and that was just a great kind of workaround to the problem. Yeah, I read because when I read that part, I was like, "Oh, sure, if you're going to use them for something, might as well that." Yeah, that's that was exactly. cool. Exactly, I was like, "That was an actually good move right there." And the way that even whole scene played out with uh, with with Sentry and and Wong, I was like, "Eh," <laughs> he's like, "Don't worry about it, I got this." Yeah, but yeah. right, I was just gonna say, but and 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 my big note in this because this is the big reveal, and uh, we kind of find out. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> We kind of find out what's been locked away behind that door that no one wants to open, and I, I think this might go back to Aaron's run too. I'm not sure, but um, this is actually uh, and this actually when you bring up Century, that's the only you bring up the other part of him. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 only it's only the other shoe falling. Which I, I should have thought about that. I was like, well, Citrus here, then of course the void will come back. So um, yeah. not far behind. So you know, we knew that was. I coming. feel like they. I feel like Aaron's run might have included some a door. There was. They had a creature that was kind of like the Void, but it was... They, oh, yeah, it was the... Oh, that's, yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right. But, no, it's not the same. Okay. That's, that's cool. So this cool. is another door that he's not supposed to open. Apparently. Or it's the same one he rebuilt it because, like I said, Misery, uh, Misery escaped a while ago. True, true. So, yeah, this was definitely an exciting read. I like this. This was def- you know, this definitely pulled together a lot of varying threads, and like we were saying earlier, the vari- the, 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 the variation on... The, uh, the the theme of, of uh, the price of magic, I thought was just ingenious. So yeah, it's another great series from Marvel series from Donny Cates. Yeah, and Gabriel Walter on art, which is which yes, is- yes. Shout out to Gabriel Hernandez Walter. That's awesome. All right, let's see. Right, what do you got? Uh, Trinity, you know, a lot of the, sim- the similar things that, uh, last week. Yeah, kind of. Uh, Trinity seventeen, I go because speaking of that Batman issue, I was actually going to save this to to uh, rapid fire, but. <laughs> Uh, so the Trinity is looking for their mascara because I don't know, maybe that happened somewhere, somewhere else. But um, they ended up being pulled into uh, some kind of magic portal, which sends them to what looks to be the Savage Land or Monster Island or whatever the case may be. But it's a place that I'm not too familiar with, but apparently is in DC lore called Skataris. Um And they fight some lizard people and, you know, Wonder Woman goes blind. Uh, Superman loses his powers because of the magic and Batman is just Batman. So they're sitting there fighting um, lizard folk. 
and they meet up with somebody who I feel like I've seen before, but have no idea who exactly it is named Warlord. So if that name sounds familiar to you from DC Lore, congratulations, you're old. Ah, that works for me. I recognize that name. And this is also James Robinson's uh, uh, start on this book. I just wanted to point it out. I read it and yeah, I, I googled uh, Warlord and Skartaris. I think it's a Mike Grill creation. That's correct. So I, I had to look it up myself. So I was like, eh, okay. So but yeah, decent. I may try to keep up with it. At least skim it. I like. I do. I will say that I do like that. With even with the change of writers, that there's been consistencies in the stories, sort of. Not exactly like the type of stories, but just like the feel of them. So, book's still pretty great. Just pretty great. All righty. Back to you, Agent Seventy. All right. So we're getting down to um, the last few kind of important books we want to discuss for last week. So I will bring up the Mighty Thor number seven hundred three. I don't know if you have that on your list, Tim, but you should have. Um, yeah, I forgot to jot it down, but I read it. Okay. So in this issue, uh, you know, the biggest deal is that uh, Jane Foster is left to make a choice. And it's the same choice that she's been left with for the entirety of her career as the God of Thunder. And she makes it. And she makes it in the, um, in the uh, you know, in, in the point, you know, to, to try to, uh, uh, you know, preserve her, her life. But uh, unfortunately, thanks to solicitations for future issues and teases, we kind of have a general sense of where this is going. But otherwise, we have the Mangog uh, making his way to Asgard through Asgard, and um, uh, you know we, we finally get Odin kind of uh, shocked back into uh, reality, and uh, the Odin son uh, standing there, um, you know, it's kind of reminiscent of, and and I've always joked about Aaron's run kind of uh, being his version of a lot of Simonson's greatest hits. This is uh, similar to. Um, Odin and Thor and Loki in the old school um, story taking on Surtur as he was approaching Asgard. So in in this version, it's Mangog, the mighty Mangog. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know, forgive me for not being that familiar with Mangog. I did not know he was like this threat level. I feel like Thor has tons of these characters. <laughs> yeah, right. They have to throw somebody, you know, unlike, uh, well, I guess, I guess a lot like Superman, they have to throw a lot of uh, these like kind of God beating world eating, you know, world destroying characters to, uh, to throw against the Asgard and Thor. Right. But I did like the sort of, we call it the, I mean, all the people together, uh, like for addicts. What do you call it? Hold on. The meeting with all the, oh, an intervention. Intervention. Yes. Yes. I was like, Alcoholics Anonymous. I don't remember that. <laughs> Similar type thing. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, that they had an intervention with Jane, with uh, Doctor Strange, who we saw, and Falcon. Right, right, right. And 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 uh, Rose Solomon. Yeah, and Odinson. Right, so that was that's pretty funny. <laughs> Just for a hot second, I'm like, where was there a hi? My name is Jane, and I'm an addict to the power of Thor. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, all right. So what's next? Come on, President Bartlett. What's next? Oh, that'd be me, wouldn't it? Hold on. Let's see. Uh... So I'll choose Champions number sixteen. I think we all read it. And. I'm glad you did. It's continuing the two Viv visions, or yeah. the we have the original Viv vision who got turned into a human by the uh, high evolutionary, and then her new android twin sister that Vision created once he thought the original Viv was dead. So I called him Viv and Viv 2.0. There you go. He calls the other one Vivian, but yeah, that sounds even better or yeah, more succinct, I guess. <laughs> Got to make it more fun. Sure. And I get the cover up here. Yeah, the, the champions hold a, a membership drive because of what happened to Viv. Sort of. So yeah, they like so they end up adding Invincible Ironheart. Well, Patriot. They didn't, didn't necessarily add them yet. Yeah, they, they approached them. Yeah. She gave the the fist bump. I mean, we know well. Yeah, but they were having a science bro moment. So that was what that was. But I mean, we already know from solicitors that. Riri and uh, I think Riri and Wasp are going to be champions those anyway. Two, yeah, those are the two that take up that, that answer the call. Mm-hmm. The Patriot and Falcon. 2. Well, yeah, 0. They there and they were like, "Well, what's your interest?" And 
you know, I think they need to kind of left it like that. And then Red Locus was like, yep, 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 yep. You know, I have I was, a feeling. Yeah. What I was going to say is I have a feeling that um, these are future members and or reserve members, the way the Avengers do it. I would think so. Yeah. So, you know, I like that, you know, my notes on this were that, you know, this is a, like, this is a, a nice update to the classic membership drive story. You know, there have been a bunch of those in the Avengers book and I like the way that we did it here. And I also said that it's, you know, it just shows how, how many young heroes and legacy heroes there are for the champions to choose from. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was part of, part of it was, was a pretty good issue, especially like I said, the, the science bro moments, moment and um, the whole membership drive thing and Patriot trying to flirt with red locusts or whatever. <laughs> Not just that, but just that whole thing with them. Yeah. Yeah, they still need to find a uh, uh, a new name for um, Falcon 2.0. <laughs> Even if it's just Green Falcon or something, you know? Oh. Something. Anything. <laughs> yeah, that's probably coming. All right. All right, whose turn is to throw the book out there, Roddy? That's me. And um, I guess, since nobody else threw this out, and this, I guess, was kind of a big book, um, Avengers 676? No, yeah, we all read it. Which I don't know, and I, I guess if if we talk about it for this week, I'm pretty much going to say the same thing. It just seems like they're taking some issues from old events and and throwing them together, which is not necessarily bad, but because I'm seeing some similarities and some things uh, with this one, and that's probably just me more than it being the case, because apparently as of then, let's see, the Black Order comes to Earth along with the Lethal Legion, and they seem to be fighting each other as if there was some sort of contest of champions. And sure enough, I called it because well, I kind of called it because the grandmaster was around and is against somebody. So I guess it's kind of a contest of villainy in, in this case. And the battleground is earth. Uh, Jarvis is still in the hospital because, well, I think we already know how that's going to play out. It just hasn't happened yet. And, um, yeah, they end up doing a. They end up going after the Avengers in a way that mirrors a another event book called Secret Wars, the original one. So good times. Yeah, I, you know, it's it. Each issue for me has been like a slow reveal as to who is you know behind the the greater uh, you know machinations of the story, and you know the the Avengers right now are still in react mode where they don't know how to deal with all this stuff. It's just you know. Um, very it's a very slow reveal but it's not slow in the sense that we're getting it on a weekly basis right and i feel like that whoever the big bad is probably going to be voyager because we still don't know what the thing is i might be wrong about that but we still don't know anything about her outside of you know the stuff that's been brought up in the past and she's been in- injected into avengers history which this book also kind of uh right. people love. yeah i mean we can see you know we can see in the end game that uh voyager may end up being the the big bad and you know uh, and, and we know which Avengers villain out there kind of messes with time. This may be part of a plot uh, on behalf of that villain. So, you know, I, you know that's not exactly beyond this character's capabilities, uh, this, this Avengers villain I'm referring to, to uh, kind of retcon the past. So to, to, uh, to include a particular hero that all of a sudden everyone forgets about. Who, in fact, well, that, that, this particular villain has been showing up in the last couple few years, specifically in Avengers books. Or right. one particular. Yeah, there is one. Yeah, I was about to say there is one specific recent appearance. So totally, but we could very well be totally off, totally off base on that one. But I'm I'm not holding that one off just yet. All right. Okay. So anything else that's left for rapid fire? I think we covered most of my stuff. And we covered most of mine, except for two. I, I, yeah, I was just saying, I, for X-Men Gold, this is my r- quick rapid fire. Uh, this negative zone storyline has been uneven at best. Never thought I would miss the days of the Claremont dangling plot lines. And we all know what happened in this issue because uh, it was in the news. Oh, oh, okay. Possible wedding bells. Oh, right. Right. That thing. All right. So that wraps my books for last week. That was Gold 20, right? Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, Roddy already talked about No Surrender, so... You're right. my rapid fire. There you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I got uh, Star Wars 42. Uh, go ahead and get that one out of the way. All right. Um, basically, the rebels come up with a plan to to uh, to take down this this new mining machine that the Empire has that they got from uh, a person from one of the annuals uh, who's around. And of course, as as you would expect, the plan kind of goes as you would you would think it does with the, with the, the the folks involved, that being Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie, those crew. Um, but it's not all bad, you know, but it does run into a couple of snags here and there. Um, there is a couple of references to Rogue One and, uh, New Hope again, 
Uh, and in the end, we or looks like we're going to get a SmackDown matchup between a princess and a queen. Cool. All right. Does that cover you for last week? Um, I mean, well, America 11, but I mean, it's not really much to, to say about that one. It's coming to an end, but you know. gotcha. All right. So we'll start with, uh, we'll get, we'll get started on this week. Do we want to give clips of the week for that week? Oh, we can wait till, till after. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to throw out, um, I had a lot of fun reading a couple books this week and one of them, uh, was, uh, amazing Spider-Man number 794. Um, what, what was fun about this book is that, you know, now that we know that slot is, uh, ending his run on amazing, uh, we've already started to see it, you know, especially with the, you know, with the, with the, uh, developments over the last, let's say maybe even six issues, but this is definitely, um, you know, it's a new, it's a new storyline and it's definitely, um, slot wrapping up his, his, his kind of epic run on amazing Spider-Man and tying up loose ends. And in the effort to tie up loose ends, you know, he's dealing with uh, dangling plot lines. You know, I was referring to Claremont <laughs> dangling plot lines before. What this is one of them involves the Zodiac and the Zodiac Key. So this story was a lot of fun. Um, you know, it, 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 it's, I always used to joke about being new reader friendly. It's new reader friendly in the sense that it's the start of a new arc, but there's so much in-depth uh, uh, story that you will miss if you are just picking this up for the first time. Maybe that's a, a, a way to get people to pick up back issues. But, um, you know, this particular storyline leads to um, a particular, uh, it seems like it leads to a particular old, classic, OG, um, Spidey villain uh, making contact with the Carnage symbiote. Spoiler alert! And those are the big takeaways from this issue of Amazing Spider-Man. I would like to point out, I don't know if Tim's got the cover, but um, a, for the very reason of the cover itself. Nice! The wackos! There was a West Coast Avengers variant that uh, just happened to spot in the store, and I was like, I must have this because it is awesome. That is I cool. never read this issue, but nevertheless, I have this cover. <laughs> that is cool. There's a lot of fun. There's there's a lot of fun moments in the issue, so you should definitely, if not, just crack open your uh, your review copy. You know, there's a there's a couple of fun moments in the issue. Don't know why US Agent is there, but screw it. And they don't have a uh, Firebird on here either, because they had most of the team. Really? Yeah. Uh, who's that? Who's that? Bagley, right? That's Bagley's fault. Yeah, but get but they as you see they got most of the people who who have been a member. There you go. Is Julia Carpenter Spider Woman on there? Yep, gotta be. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right there over in the corner. Nice. All right. All right. Who's next? What's next? That is back on you, right? I just threw out Amazing Spidey. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will do Marvel 2-in-1 number two. Yes! This was fun. This was a lot of fun. Right. Probably my click of the week. Between that and Amazing Spider-Man, but probably this will be my click of the week. This was so fun. As I work to get the cover up. There we go. There. So, Johnny and Ben head off to what they think is the location of Ben and Reed's first adventure together, Monster Island. Is it Monster Island? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of a swerve. And I guess some stuff from Monsters Unleashed has happened there, but no one's paying attention to that series. So, (laughs) nice little editor's note fills us in on that where they're looking for a, a clue from Reed. And they end up tussling with Mole Man and uh, some other figure. Who's the other guy? Gugum. Gugum. Whoever that is. Monsters Unleashed. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? <laughs> and Dr. Doom has to come save him. He drops a bunch of Doom bars. <laughs> That's cool. I feel like uh, Zarsky really has the... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He has the Doom voice down. The yeah. condescending voice no. of Doom. Yeah, I kind of like... He leans into very. He very much leans into it too. Yeah, he kind of just handles Ben just, just like, like you know what I'm, like you know what you're doing, and now you know what you're doing, eat without actually saying anything. Yeah, that's too funny. That is too funny. Um, so speaking of that, did you do in the flashbacks? Did you see the date on 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 the um? Yes, I was about to say we'll get to that because I think did someone put a story about that up? Uh, Yeah, CBR put one up today about it. Uh, I didn't get it, but okay. I mean, it's just a... I thought that's what you were referring to, Roddy. That's why. <laughs> I just noticed it when I read it. So Yeah, I mean, I noticed it too, and that's why they broke it out into a 
a feature, but so it, they've the, sl- the the always sliding Marvel timeline scale has moved again to uh not so ninety eight ninety eight the Fantastic Four was not formed yet right although what was it in the, the Ultimate do we know of the Ultimate timeline I'm I'm not to saying that that plays anything but no I don't, I don't even know if the Ultimate's even ever did they ever. Yeah, we know it was definitely closer to a modern times thing. Yeah, right? I don't know if they ever gave a, t- a specific time. Right. I mean, at, at, at that way. You know, Marvel I, does this to uh, freshen up and exactly. de-age their characters. Yeah. Right. I was going to say that, um, uh, you know, this puts them, you know, roughly in like, you know, in their late 30s-ish. And, um, you know, I, you know, like, uh, depending on how much experience we're giving them, but ultimately what, what, what was great about that flashback wasn't just that time slide, but was actually being referenced, you know, what, 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 what actually was Ben and Reed's very first adventure. Mm-hmm. And what's funny about this is one, uh, Johnny storm makes a crack in this issue about how he was the one that was left, uh, you know, like the, the fortune basically, but Ben is the one that Reed trusts with, you know, with the, with the secrets. And, uh, the reason why is because they were the ones who were friends, you know, they, they were the ones who came up as friends. So yeah, it would only make sense. Right. And okay. his hygiene is, is something left to be desired. <laughs> <laughs> That was a nice running joke, but I definitely liked, I definitely liked the, you know, uh, um, you know, there've been stories like this before where, you know, they've explored the bond between, uh, Ben and Reed, especially, uh, during the time when, uh, Reed was constantly trying to find a cure for Ben's condition. And I liked, you know, like this was a definite laugh out loud, you know, turn of the page for me, you know, and I won't spoil it, but I, li- you know, I, I was in, you know, not the most private place today reading this and I definitely laughed out loud. <laughs> I think also what I enjoyed about this was uh, Jim Chung's art. Yes, I never want I never want to be the first to, to, to tout it. Him and Frank Martin, I think I don't know Frank Martin is Frank Martin, right? The colorist, Laura Martin, or is it Frank Martin? Let's take a look. Someone check that for me, please. Uh, da, 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 color, 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 color. Yeah, Frank Martin. Color yeah, me. I don't know Frank Martin always colors Chung, but. Man, it looked great here, especially a bunch of the like splash pages and the way the, the art, the the color changes in the flashback sequences. Like the the lighting is different, and it has that old school like TV look of like you know, let's look back to the past. Sure, so that's fun. Yeah, it's kind of washed out. Yeah, yeah, cool. But um, yeah, fun. Lots and they fun. got some doohickey at the end. <laughs> yeah, so that was the other thing I was going to bring up. Is like, well. We knew there was something, but the way they've been playing it off is like, well, okay, it might be something, it might not be, because I'm still kind of waiting for the whole Johnny, well, the whole you know Johnny reveal. Even though Ben could have been let off the hook of curse issue, right? Most of this issue, but I feel like they're still going to do something with that, even though it does still seem like that they are running towards something actual. So, yeah, it definitely so, does. Yeah. Uh, right. And uh, you know that one splash page where. Um, where where the the, the 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 grand joke is revealed, that was beautiful stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. It's like a one big panel and then a couple of small, you know, two, uh, three panels at the bottom. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Who knew Reed had it in him? <laughs> well, with a little egging on from uh, Benjamin Jacob Grimm. So yeah, and they still kept it going. So, <laughs> um, so I guess next up would be uh, Black Panther number one sixty nine. I did read that. This was a good, good, uh, nice action-packed issue, all, all said and done, actually. So they brought back the fact that, hey, Claw's trying to bring his, because uh, it's been a while since they, they brought it up, but Claw's trying to bring his sister back from the dead or whatever. Yeah, she was dead. Um, using some, using um, the two Dora Milaje that was captured, that's uh, Ayo, who's on the table, and Anika got, was probably going to get, was about to get killed, but she escapes because you can't keep uh, Dora Milaje uh, down or locked up for long and she goes and promptly messes things up on that end but even though something seemed like it was not right in the first place although I, I now realize that that wasn't something wrong it's just that whatever was being monitored was being monitored um, and there the, a fight, bunch of series of fights break out during the, the complex because of um, um, Anika breaking out and finding um, Ayo and they call in some reinforcements, and all hell breaks loose when when reinforcements arise. So this was pretty cool. 
Yeah, it seems like we're definitely moving towards, uh, you know, the climactic battle scenes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so Tim mentioned uh, one of the other big books I wanted to refer to. Um, I can do, you know, the Marvel stuff, I, I can do uh, rapid fire, even though I had a lot of fun reading them. I wanted to bring up uh, a different book. Um, it is from Boom Studios. It's a number one issue. So it's a definite good place to jump on. It's by one Saladin Ahmed um, with art by Sammy uh, Cavella. Uh, forgive me for uh, butchering. And uh, Jason Wordy on colors. I'm referring to a book entitled Abbott Number One. And uh, it's actually a period piece um, by Mr. Ahmed, who is uh, the writer of Black Bolt, which I'm a big fan of, about a black female reporter in Detroit circa 1972. It's an interesting read that, spoiler, throws in a supernatural element that kind of felt out of place to me. I really enjoyed, you know, the story of reporting news in a city on the edge. Um, I thought it was well written. Uh, This is definitely enough for me to pick up a second issue and see what happens next. Cool. I heard great things about it. Yeah, it was good. It was good. The The supernatural stuff is kind of out of left field. And there's a scene in this that is definitely reminiscent of uh, Godfather Part 1. Okay. And when you see it, you'll be like, oh, yeah. And you're tempted to yell, ah, ah, ah. Anyone who's familiar with the Godfather will know what I'm talking about. Is that right? <laughs> if you know what that scream is from, then yeah. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Who's next? Uh, Tim? I think it's me. Let's see here. I will do... Actually, I did... I just did one. So my second will be Thanos number 15. Because nice. Thanks for bringing that up. That is awesome. Yes, it is a lot of fun. We found out who the Cosmic Ghost Rider is. Which is a lot... Which is out of left field. Yep. Wasn't who I guessed, but... Yeah, I would have lost that bet. And we also found the reason that King Thanos recruited his younger self into the future, what threat they're going to face. Sure enough. And that's about it, really. Yeah, but it definitely moves the story along. And because of the reveal of who the Ghost Rider is, kind of throws you a curveball at the same time. Which we're going to find out more about that next week or next issue. That we are. What do you got, Jeff Rob? Shaw's art is good on this, too, by oh, the way. Yes, definitely. It's like, why hasn't he been on a... a more profile, high-profile book. Glad he's getting the spotlight. Well, to be honest, before we move on, I I honestly thought this might have been Diodato. I did not realize this was a different artist. Mm-hmm. It's definitely reminiscent of his style. Very heavy blacks, you know. Heavy. I feel like it's more. It's uh, it looks better. Diodato, he's gotten very. Everything's dark and yeah, overly dark, right? Yeah, overly dark. You're kind of using it to cheat, don't you think? Diodato, Possible. in terms of like, in terms of you know, like the line work, he's using the blacks and the shading to to really cheat on what he has to draw. But yeah. anyway, like, that's another story for like a spinoff show entitled uh, "The Comic Chronicles" and their art critics uh, and their art critiques. <laughs> so, is it back on Roddy? Yeah, Roddy. There we go. I to make sure the mic was going. Um, well, I'll skip that one for rapid and just go to I guess Teen Titan sixteen, which is also still going to be <laughs> wrapped up pretty soon because hey guess what Marvel Wolfman is back on the book and it is a Starfire focused issue where she's getting stalked tested whatever the case may be but uh, you have um, Raven and Beast Boy there and but it ends up still being a Starfire focused uh, issue because like there are some people there's a, a group of folks that she has dealt with before that is after her again and uh, they underestimate her powers and even up into trying to use her fellow teammates against her, which does not work out. And it was seemed like it pretty much went and done. And they're going to focus on looks like next issue, focus on beast boy. So it was pretty neat. See Wolfman back in the saddle with his, uh, with the team he created. Nice. Um, all right. So I guess we can start this, this, uh, phase of rapid fire. Um, inhumans judgment day, number one. So the inhumans are not quite reunited but we get a quick recap of what actually happened in Royals, which I appreciated because I dropped off the book. So we find out what everyone's status quo is. And this actually leads to what appears to be hopefully a start for a fresh direction for the Inhumans. I'm wondering what's going to happen with this franchise in the comics. Cause I wasn't crazy. I mean, this was fine, but there's like only three humans books solicited for April. And that's like solo series, Miss Marvel, Black Bolt, Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur. Right. And that'll be what three January, three months 
away from this coming out. As strictly in human books, uh, Miss Marvel and um, Moon Girl. What was that? I said they don't even really treat. Oh those. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, They're just inhuman characters. Black Bolt's like the only one really tied in with them. So, and that's probably the twelfth issue that comes out in April. And that's probably going to be the end of the series. Yeah, that, unfortunately, that does look like it because it looks like that's when they're actually, well, actually. Actually, no, I think they're soliciting in the back of Judgment Day. They talk about Black Bolt going to fourteen. Mm, I feel like it's talking about that twelfth issue, but maybe I'll have it in front of me to check it. Well, let me just because I because I read it, it's actually still kind of fresh in my mind. So they're talking about. Um, oh no, I apologize. You are correct because they're saying that 10 is the next issue that's out in February and 12 is on sale in April. That might very well be the logical place to end the series. Yep. And then there'll be forgotten characters like the TV show, the old TV show. Yeah, that's uh, that's too bad because I'm a big fan of that Black Bolt series. Marvel's get, getting the X Men back in the movie, so no need to. <laughs> distance themselves from them, quote-unquote. I was going to say, technically, if you're not counting... I guess you can count the Lockjaw limited series. As yeah. as, as they count it here. At the back. Yeah, they count it there, but I'm like, whatever. <laughs> All right. So, um... It's me, right? Yep. Um, quickly, X-Men Blue number 20 wraps up the time... cross-time capers. Um, I'm going to write about that next week for CBR. Okay. And... Probably overlooked the Avengers Infinity War prelude number one that fills in the gap between Civil War and Infinity War. So if you want to find out what Tony, Cap, Sam, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Winter Soldier, Black Panther have been up to between the movie, um, check this series out. I found a lot in this first issue. Like Shuri is working on Winter Soldier's programming to get rid of it. Which we kind of felt. Well, we didn't know Shuri would be involved with it. Right. That might be something that they'll drop here as opposed to explaining it away. In, uh, although it might have been a nice post-scene, you know, uh, post-credit scene. Now, I think this sounds like they're they're going to make some of that. I mean, they're obviously going to make some of that known because there have already been articles about her being like the, the tech genius and how old she is, you know, right. in, in the MCU. So it's funny yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I was about to say it's funny that. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was about to say and her. I think uh, her. Bill on his arm, so yeah, like that stuff's kind of out there already. Gotcha. I was just going to mention that it's funny that uh, they are shifting that part of T'Challa's origin onto her, where T'Challa was like a rival of Tony Stark and Bruce Banner in terms of intellect and ingenuity and inventiveness and all that stuff. And you know, uh, with the introduction of uh, Shuri as a lead character in that regard, they kind of shifted that because I don't think they they stressed that at all in Civil War. We may see it in Black Panther, so let me not, you know, the 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 road to that is definitely not closed yet. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, this, this doesn't discount that that's still being the case. So, but it'd be interesting to see if that's what develops out of the movie, All right? You know, where he's more the king and she's like the tech person. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, it sounds like that could be what they were, but they seem like what they're building up to. Um, but for my second, uh. I already did that one. Sorry. So I guess the only one other one is that other Avengers 677. Yep. I would have thrown it out too. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the same thing, as I mentioned earlier, it still continues. Uh, the, the Avengers obviously escaped their, um, their the mansion die or getting blown up, which is what happened. Uh, they got worse taken someplace else by Voyager, and they take this time to regroup. And Quicksilver is being Quicksilver and being kind of hot-headed and think he needs to be out there and do something, which ends up uh, getting him Jarvis. Oh no! As in what happened in another Avengers event, Siege. Right. No very similar. Very similar. And or disassembled. So <laughs> yeah, there is that. And like I said, we we I, I made a note that said uh, Grandmaster's playing Dark Side. We still don't know who that is, and that just that was just a joke. But um, and also it was like, well, dang, I wish there was a baseball game because usually when they have an event, an Avengers event like this, and they have a bunch of them together, there's usually a baseball game. But it's also not an annual, so gotcha. I always associated that with the X Men, but maybe I'm just not up on the Avengers annuals. Or so, yes, because they they've done it more often. But there's been like two or three annuals that they've had a baseball game and a contest of champions broke out. Mm. So, gotcha, cool. Including right. uh, if I'm going to use a wrestling term, Quicksilver turns heel and and tries to take down the Avengers. Oh goodness. All right. So I think we're at clicks of the week time. All right. 
So, um, my pick for the week of 119 is drum roll. Maybe ticking clock is more apt. I'm going to go with, damn it. What did I really like from last week? I'm going to go with Mighty Thor number. No, scratch that. Doctor Strange 384. Same here. Cool. I went Batman 39. Nice. Nice. And as for the week of January 24th, um, yeah, I'm going with Marvel 2 and 1 number 2. As am I. Nice. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, odd man out. I'm going for Black Panther 169. Good choice. Good choice. Moving that story along nicely. Mm-hmm. Oops. All righty. So I guess we will get to our first ad read of the night. And um, ladies and gentlemen, listening and watching the Comic Book Chronicles podcast, help keep our podcast free by shopping at Amazon. Visit cspn.us, then click the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down and click on the Amazon link to shop. Purchase items from Amazon as you normally would, whether it's books, music, electronics, jewelry, apparel, etc., and or Marvel Legends. For every purchase made on Amazon through our link, Amazon sends the CSPN a payment... That helps us keep the Click Nation's Combo Chronicles podcast free for our listeners at no extra cost to you. Amazon.com through CSPN.us. Do it today. News time. There you go. Here we go. Marvel's reportedly shutting down work on Disney It's the animated series. Boo. Yeah, I hadn't haven't followed that one up, but um, as of they did renew Spidey, right? Yeah, they did to th- this week. Mm-hmm. So, was that the follow up? Uh, no, I'm not sure. I, I didn't I didn't see a follow up. So, it, but it, so according to this, here, it says some of uh, Marvel animation shows are going on hiatus mm. and being laid off, according to some blog. So we don't know. That stinks. Yeah, Ant Man and Wasp suit up in new official image. Looks good. Yeah. Just the uh, video, to, uh, well, excuse me, um, picture of the suits, or specifically Wasps, because we've seen Ant Man's. So, right. Chris Hemsworth confirms Avengers Infinity Wars partial cast list. Yeah, he was on Jimmy Fallon. I guess either let some slip or whatever the case may be. So, Samuel L. Jackson reveals interesting details on Nick, how Nick Fury will look in Captain Marvel. I would argue probably the same as he did, except minus the eye patch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be my guest. Spider-Man Homecoming 2 recruits Daredevil and IT crew members. Sure. And Spider-Man may appear in Tom Hardy's Venom after all. Which should make more sense than not. Disney releases official synopsis for Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah, people didn't sound like they didn't care too much about it. Didn't read it, though. Okay, yeah, I didn't even read it either. And Ryan Johnson laughs off woman-free cut of The Last Jedi. Oh, no. yeah, so apparently someone made a fan edit or tried to make a fan edit, whatever. It's dumb. And of course, his and Mark Hamill's and Boyega's uh, was appropriate. Just being a bunch of laughing emotes and or just laughter because it's dumb. Yep. And Ryan Johnson succinctly explains Leah's force use in The Last Jedi. Because she's a badass motherfucker. Because she's a twin sister, damn it. They don't, people, look, people, don't. you know, come on, don't. Don't, don't go there. <laughs> Star Wars Last Jedi director hilariously proves one controversial moment makes perfect sense. So, yeah. So, there was, I guess, speaking of that self... Well, I wasn't even speaking of that, but... um, but there, So, there was a book called The Jedi Path. There's also one for the Sith called The Book of Sith. So, uh, Ryan Johnson promptly went to his bookshelf, pulled the book off the shelf in a series of tweets, and pointed to a um, passage about advanced force techniques. Which means that, which I knew this from someplace, from another place. Uh, basically, how Luke was able to do what he did with the fight. It's spoiler alert because it's been a while. You, you haven't seen it. Sorry. Uh, how he was able to be at the fight with Kylo Ren. And it is in the book and also been explained elsewhere. So, yeah. <laughs> with the Simpson, Homer Simpson's gift. Yeah, and you just kept it off with that, which was, was funny. Colin Hayes returns to Arrow in behind the scenes photo. Yeah, so. There you go. I guess he'll be back at some point. I'm not caught up yet. He might be back already. I don't know. The CW Supergirl may be casting its own Lois Lane. Because they had a Superman, so why not? Not, right? And they already got a sister on there, so eh. 
Black Lightning debuts to strong ratings. Haven't seen second second episode, but the first one was pretty good. Second's pretty good too. So, from what I heard, yeah, we so. try to catch up on that stuff this weekend. And Black Lightning, Lightning just introduced Green Lantern's sister. So this wasn't specifically said in. Well, I don't think it was was it said in the second issue, uh, second episode because I'm pretty sure it wasn't in the first. I missed that. <laughs> so, well, so basically what this is going off of, and this is from last week anyway, so that they're talking about the first episode. So, he, uh, in which I think this is also a DC thing anyway. So they basically just said, well, because he was married to, um, oh shit, I forgot his name, Lynn. Yes. Yeah. In, in the comics. And, you know, and that kind of, I guess that's, that is still around. And she is uh, John Stewart's sister. In the comic, it's not Hal Jordan's sister, is it? <laughs> no, no. I was like, I didn't know Hal Jordan had a sister. <laughs> nah, well, I'm about to say if you, if he did, I think he, she's probably gone along with uh, whatever city that blew up that one time. But um, yeah. but yeah, so so yes, uh, so Lincoln and uh, John Stewart are linked by the fact that he married or was married, excuse me, to John Stewart's sister. Again, they have not said that in this show whatsoever, but just by the, by the fact that. She is in the comics, and she also is Lincoln's, you know, uh, ex in the comics. And here, uh, they threw two and two together and said, eh. or at least this article did. <clears throat> gotcha. And they also opened it up to say, well, if that's the case, that you know, the, could they have opened up, you know, Green Arrow? I mean, Green Lantern being possibly the Arrowverse, or at least in the Black Lightning verse, right? Gotcha. But again, that that seems speculation, speculative. Dedito all but confirms JSA Legion of Superheroes series on the way. Is it going to be on CW? I mean, there's nothing been said about that, just that hey, it's a thing that sounds like could be coming. Okay. I mean, more than likely, probably, because they already kind of set up, especially with the, since they have the multiverses set up and they have like uh, the, the Earth X stuff and the Ray from whatever. So they could do it. Jeff Johns teases Hitman DC TV adaptation. Yeah, basically, sounds like something he wanted to do. So, and they're like, yeah, they're talking about it. I don't, I know of the character, but I don't know. But then again, Arrows had like obscure characters like Human Target. So, eh, sure. Uh, Shazam character info may tease and their villain, Black Adam cameo. Yeah, it was off of a rumor site. So, I don't know. Uh, Savannah sounds like. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Character. Yeah. Dr. Savannah. This is us, Star Ron Sifas. Cephas Jones circles wizard role in DC superhero film Shazam. Cool. The wizard Shazam sounds like, uh, well, he just says that. So I did not know he was on This Is Us. So apparently they're mining that show uh, pretty decently because I knew this dude from Luke Cage. Yeah, I, remember, I, for, I, for, I already forget. What was he on Luke Cage? He was uh, Bobby Fish. He was the dude in the shop. Oh, see, I know him from This Is Us. <laughs> well, I know him. He was also in um, The Get Down. Well, yeah, he's been in a few. I mean, he's been in stuff, but yeah. He's one of those that guy, you know, um, uh, very recently because we've all named like three uh, kind of major projects over the last few years that he's been in. So, but I had to look up his name because I was like, that's not Randall's father, is it? Because I, I also recognize that this is us thing. And I'm like, it is, no kidding. Yeah, I was like, oh shoot, Bobby Fish, go ahead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman 2 will be the first film to implement, implement the PGA's anti sets or harassment guidelines. I was going to say, what does the Professional Golfers Association yeah. do with it? <laughs> <laughs> when I read it just now, I was like, huh, PGA. <laughs> all right. Sorry. No, that's all good. So, yeah. But that's going to be a thing going forward. So, hope maybe more uh, movies will implement such, such guidelines. Frank Miller's 300 prequel gets release date. New image revealed. What? It's not called 299? Oh, no. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Actually, wait, you know, I might have had this in the wrong place. I thought I had this. No, yeah, I think I got this wrong place. Oh, there's a comic. It's comic news. Because yeah, there was there was rumors about a uh, a prequel with 300 show, but that was just a rumor, and that's not this. So that's in the wrong place. Oopsie. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is working on a Clue remake with the writers of Deadpool. I say the nay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Clue. That is that has been on record on here. That is one of my favorite movies. Um, that that comic book was also good from last year. Before we talked about it last week, go back and watch that. Sh- listen to that show. Uh, but I'm not. I'm. I don't know. Ryan Reynolds in a clue thing, and especially with the writers of Deadpool, I'm not. I, that that doesn't give me good feels. Mm. 
And last but not least, Incredibles 2 voice cast and character descriptions are given. Yeah, so I think uh, most, if not all, of the uh, the um, the original characters come back. Yep, and actually, I think they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna have a voice for Jake Jack because he didn't have voice then. But nevertheless, everybody's back. Yeah, the crying voice. Someone had to do that. Yeah, I mean, it could be Brad Bird. We don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> right. Um, I would, before we go to the books, I would like to mention that there is a pretty cute uh, Captain America Funko Pop short. I didn't put it in the. And I put it in the. the Selection because it wasn't necessarily newsworthy enough. But if you ever get a chance to see it, it's out on on YouTube. On I think it's uh, the Funko Pop channel. Cool. The, so Funko Pop uh, Cap is fighting Red Skull and may or may not have uh, launched a nuclear missile. If you're watching the video and you see how that plays out, sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah it's cute. All right. In comic news, meet Luna Snow, Marvel's newest superhero, is an ice wielding K-pop superstar. So this is pretty much video game news because this is coming from uh, Marvel Future Fight, which is one of the Marvel games that is out there. Uh, it's been out there for a little for a minute, and um, this is a new character that they have added to said roster for Korea, um, which you know, the developer's career is, is Korean, so that shouldn't be that much of a surprise. I'm not sure. I think I'm going to say this is fan made, but I'm not entirely sure. But I think it was definitely made for the Korean market or something like that. But and her given name is Sol He, and she had a singing career, and uh, something ended up happening. She ended up getting powers. Doesn't say whether she's like in a human or anything. Just that she ended up getting powers. So there's that. Hey man, K-pop is huge right now. Oh totally, yeah. It's been huge for a while too. So, mm-hmm. and which is probably why the other reason why they they did that because it wasn't just a Korean thing. Because like like you said, it's big over here too. So, alrighty. What's next? Avengers 675 gets a second printing. Sure. Okay. Okay. On the 14th. Or next, uh, excuse me, February 14th. Sorry, must have done something. Yeah. David Baldion announced as artist on Marvel's Domino series. Which I feel like I may have seen something he's done recently, but he's done a lot recently. We've seen his art. Um, The title y'all were talking about before the show. Uh, the, was it The Spirits of Vengeance? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Marvel hires John Nee as publisher. Nee. I was about to say he's a knight. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> and he's been around, so I guess. Congrats. I spoiled the next bit of news, which is that Dan Slott is leaving Amazing Spider-Man and is going to be writing Iron Man. That was kind of making the cycles. So That's kind of big. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's going to write Iron Man, which I'm slightly interested in seeing what he what he does with it i am because i enjoy his amazing spider-man run so i'll follow along as he takes on the billionaire playboy philanthropist i mean yeah yeah his well superior more so than amazing as of late but definitely that and silver surfer has been you know great slot books and i mean and and amazing too because i've i've read whole arcs of of uh old amazing so yeah this ought to be interesting Kelly Thompson signs a Marvel exclusive. Good on her. Yeah, mm-hmm. She'll yeah. probably be one of the, uh, probably be the Jessica Jones writer, I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the press release, he said that um, she had a couple projects coming out that would be announced at a later point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I think uh, she was she was on Twitter saying that she was at, she went to the recent writer's retreat and was, hey, nice to meet you, all that kind of good mess. So hugs, hugs all around. Oh yeah, that's right. She's writing uh, Rogue and Gamut right now too, and Hawkeye, which is about to go away. So, uh, Jim Zub ushers in a new era for Marvel's champions. Which? Wait, no, that's next issue, I think. Yeah, it's very soon. It's in April, so it's very soon. And also, the the leaving team sent some, sent some, uh, not sent some. Uh, you know, they had some things to say on Twitter. Not bad things, just like they enjoyed their time. You know, I don't, I'm not sure if I've seen anything from Wade, but I know the artist uh, was Ramos was a duck. Yeah, it says some nice things, you know, like enjoyed in time and miss everybody and blah, 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 you know, this and that and the other from, so. Marvel's X-Men Blue promises a new team lineup. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Every single one of Marvel's Glad Award-nominated comics has been canceled. Yeah, that's a, that's a sad thing. Not necessarily, well, I know we don't know whether it's intentional or not, but you, we all been, we've already talked about the hubbub that's been going on with that, with, um, with that stuff, with those books and, you know, sales and whatnot. So we don't have to go through it, but it's that. That was just a note that, hey, that happened. 
Black Canary is the new Rise Our Goal of DC Comics. Oh, wait, I'm skipping way ahead. Archie Comics' new Dick Tracy series has been abruptly canceled. Which, I mean, no. No, it isn't. Not sure what happened. Oh, it sounds like it was a um, it was a licensing thing that may have been skipped over or unnoticed. Yikes! Yeah. Now, Martian Manhunter's Rebirth Arrival rewrites Justice League continuity. Oh, what are they doing now? Nothing really. Jeez. Just a flashback <laughs> showed him with the league. Wait, is it 1998 also? Oh no! I mean, I'd like to point out that like that, <laughs> like in the flashback, Batman has his current suit on also. So. That's his current day outfit. Yeah, you can see it in there. I'm assuming this is what you're referring to. Yeah. So okay, explain this next story that you that you're getting into before you realize you skipped a few. Black Carrot Canary is the new Rise Our Goal of DC Comics in Gotham Garage digital miniseries. Oh, thing, but it's a different thing. And yes, like uh, Rise Our Goal gave over the mantle to Black Canary, and yeah, so it's not in prime canon. Okay, thanks for that. Yeah, it's not canon. Well, not prime canon. It's like an Elseworlds thing. So, or however they treat that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this is somehow a big deal. Is it? Because people go crazy over costume, iconic costume changes. changes. I guess. I yeah, can barely. My timeline, you know, my Twitter timeline at least. Yeah. So, what they're referring to is uh, Superman's iconic red trunks comes back in DC Comics and DC Action Comics 100, 1000, excuse me. Right, it was it was dropped in in uh, leading up to the release of uh, April's um, solicits this uh, uh, this week. So that was a big part of the uh, pre order rush. Was that belt always there? I don't. Yes. Know. Okay. Mm. Great. The belt with the uh, which I'm called with the loops. The right. belt. Okay. DC's cyborg comic is being resurrected by one of its original creators, Mr. Wolfman. Um. Back again, Marvel Wolfman's going back to the book. So apparently this, I did not realize that um, Cyborg had gotten kind of sort of canceled or at least it ended. With it took a, a month. It's like it's taking a month off. Right. Between changes. Right. right. So, and Marvel Wolfman is taking back over the book uh, as he did with the Titans this week. Yeah. I mean, he took it. He also wrote, I think he also ended the series when, uh, uh, what's his face left last time? Which way? Which series? Cyborg. Oh, uh, um, what's that guy's name? Thinking <laughs> our names. Black Rider. Yeah, David yeah, yeah. Walker. Yeah, yeah. David, when David Walker left Cyborg. That's right, because he did like. Time, I think he did like one. Took over and finished the series. I think. Right. So <laughs> could be the same thing here again. They brought it back for a month after a month off and let it run a little more before he finishes. But he's also doing Raven, so he's pretty much getting the whole. Titans in the game oh, issue series for Raven. Jeez, yeah, guess he felt the pullback. Yes, <laughs> it's not the same. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's the OG old fogey voice jumping out. Uh, DC to release Lost Superman comic from original creators as a part of the Action Comics 1000. That would be uh, Jerry, this Jerry Siegel, just Schuster stuff or some stuff. A joke by the time this Action Comics 1000 comes out, it's gonna be the size of a graphic novel. <laughs> a good point it's gonna be huge how much it's is gonna it? be like 10 bucks too probably exactly like it's solicited at like a, a high price point so i wouldn't be surprised i guess so this is the only book that's that's actually technically reached uh four digits right that i can think of yeah i mean that's gonna change with some of the other numberings but okay right uh dc collectibles and bills new teen titans and pvc statue lines i would say speaking of um uh bringing back the old school teen titans mm-hmm so you got the whole set of folks, even including um, old school Robin, and not just go Nightwing. Exactly. Yeah, that's straight off the cover of the number one issue. Mm-hmm. And old Cyborg, of course. Yes, old Donna Troy, old Starfire. <laughs> you know, that's the classic lineup that I have in my mind when I think of new Teen Titans. So, <laughs> and last but not least, last but not least, Black gets a new series in April as Black AF Widows. So, okay, so the thing about this, and I wish I had found another article because I don't like using PC, uh, but so apparently Black AF is like a, the spinoff imprint branding that they're using because the, the, the Black series, I think, is under its own. And then they have that America's Sweetheart series that is coming out. And I believe this, that is going to be under the Black AF imprint. And I think that was, was it something else? I can't remember. No, that was it, though. Oh, yeah, sorry, Widows and Orphans. That is the other book that is also coming out. And I think it will also have that, um, the Black AF branding on it. 
from Black Mask, if if because which is all of this is coming under. Okay, I um actually have a preview of that. I think in my email. Yeah, I, actually, I think I showed it already, but I know I got all my. He's doing that. I can show something real quick. Go for it. Um, I didn't tell you this, Agent 70. And I'm slightly not proud of myself, but whatever. So I did get the... the um... <laughs> I was about to say, you're going to get to the part where you're not proud of yourself. Yes. <laughs> Go on. Didn't I get it? Well, so what happened was I did find... So for those watching the video or or listening to the audio, I hold in my hand a two set of uh, Black Panther and Shuri. Actually, I got another one. Oh, shoot. It's in the closet. I can get it. Because I, I also got that other six-inch uh, Shuri figure. That they had at Walmart and other places. The six inch Shuri. Yeah, they because they have another. It's like it's like it's like not the Shuri. It's Shuri without the mask, and it's a different. Uh... Oh yeah, I definitely don't have that. Yeah, so I got that from Walmart, and I got this, which is a two set, a two piece set of uh, Claw and Shuri. That is the version. Yes, that is a um, Toys R Us exclusive, and I forgot to put that in the lineup because Toys R Us shows are uh, closing down. Uh, Agent 70 stores are safe. Mine is not. And that was the only one that is in my town. But I got this because I was at my um, my comic book shop and he had it and I didn't see it because, you know, he has a place where he has all the the, the legends. Sure. All of them was like, well, because we were talking about the Toys R Us thing and he was like, oh, yeah, I got that. I'm like, really? And I was like, and I, I was like, oh, you bastard. <laughs> all right. So, but he had it and it unfortunately was for a, a little bit more of a price than Markup. Yeah. But he, he cut, he cut like 10 bucks off of it, but it was still a little bit more than I should have paid. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, and it's there, so yeah. Toys R Us. Yeah, we know we, we we've all been known to do that to just kind of cut out the uh, the stress of worrying about getting it. So, yep. so if you if you know if you know about the Toys R Us thing and you're a toy collector, you may want to start. To, uh, I know there's an article out there, and I don't have it on me. Actually, I probably do have it on me. Yeah, looking like, for the stores that uh, looking for the stores that are listed for closing, and I may have you know there's some that are not too far from me. They're on uh, the Long Island part of uh, New York, uh, New York State. I may find time to drive out there and just kind of take a look at some of these ones that are on the chopping block, and um, you know just see if there's any uh, sales to be uh, taken advantage of. I can't remember when they say that that stuff is supposed to be like finalized with that stuff, but I would say you might want to start checking in within the next week or so because yeah. they they start slashing stuff or you know lowering the prices. Exactly, exactly. I know if you are in South Carolina, more specifically Columbia, there's only V one, and you know if you know where that one is, you better go there. Hmm. Well, it might be time to start building some of those. Uh, what's one call it? Some of those uh, builder figures that you've always wanted to make. Well, yeah, but I still need that's the whole space thing though. That's not necessarily the f- a figure thing. All right, All right. Um, I still, I still oh. want to build a Zori Man, by the way. <laughs> it was actually a bit in the Inhumans, um, whatchamacallit, the, uh, that book that came out this week. Yeah. That made me, uh, again, want to go back and build uh, Crusher Creel. So that was actually speaking of, well, that was a weird, I had a weird moment reading Avengers when a uh, character that shows up in Black Bolt mm. shows up there, but I don't think it's, it's, it's not the same one. But it is a version of uh, a different character. I'm like, huh, that's weird. Like, gotcha. I wonder if, if it's the same one, but I don't think it is. It doesn't seem like it is. All righty. So I guess before we wrap the show, let me get our last ad read in for the night. Um, this ad is for Wink, a personalized wine club. Wink is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From rosé to cabernet to torrente, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your tastes and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you every month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member, and you can skip or cancel anytime. And now, the listeners of the Click Nation's Comic Book Chronicles can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your or- first order. To place your first order with $20 off and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash W-I-N-C. Wink wines through cspn.us. Do it today. Hold on. There you go. Follow us on our individual Twitter accounts. I'm at TimDLGG98 and at CBCron. 
Roddy Cat is at Roddy Cat and at News Nerds Needs. And at CB Caps on Instagram. Agent 70 is at Agent underscore 70 on Twitter and Instagram. And PCN Dirt is at PCN underscore Dirt on Twitter. And go to his website, popculturenetwork.com. And he should hopefully be back with us next week, Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. EclipNation.com forward slash live to tune in. And with that, we are the Comic Book Chronicles, and we are signing off. Peace! Good evening, Rick. Would you believe it's, it's Dr. Doom? What's on your evil mind? Oh, you insulting tongue and mock my words well. How about this woman? You are the iron, Mr. Stark.